Good morning, America, and welcome back to another episode of the Blow Up Podcast, a podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings. I'm your host, Courtney, aka I'm Court2 on Instagram, aka the Blow Dot Up Podcast on Instagram, and you're listening to yet another episode of the biggest 20-somethings podcast in the motherfucking world don't forget to turn on your notifications for new episodes every single sunday i drop at 12 p.m follow the podcast on instagram at the blow.up you can follow us on instagram at the blow up podcast follow myself on um tiktok at i'm court with the underscore in front and all my other socials i'll have linked in the description per motherfucking usual so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and affirm this session. I'm still on my tolerance break for the month of August, which is actually going amazing. And I'll talk about that during our catch up. But um, line up your blunts, your joints, your edibles, if you haven't already consumed, get your pen, and we're going to have a good time. In this session, we're going to be affirming protection. I feel like when good things start happening to you, you need to be very protective of your blessings and everything around you because I think that when you're on the incline in life, there's always going to be people and energies who are more aware of your power than you are and more and more aware of your incline than you are and the power that you possess and consciously or unconsciously they will project negative energy or do things that can probably like throw a wrench in your plans or throw your energy off um throw your mindset off so i want to affirm myself the protection that i know i have the protection that i know i need going forward and just keeping in mind that with God, all things are, are possible. And any weapons formed against me will never prosper. There is a higher power keeping me safe. I don't allow emotional negativity to affect me. My surroundings are safe for my family, myself, my dreams, and aspirations. I welcome the safety provided by a higher power. And with that being said, so it is. Amen. And so the fuck it is. You're listening to episode 18 of the Blow Up Podcast. Hashtag hustle equals luck. I'm babysitting right now, y'all. So I got to make sure is you know not within earshot because we talking grown folks business um this week has been pretty good literally i feel like the main thing i'm working on this week is getting myself organized i have a lot going on right now i have a lot going on i didn't realize how much i have going on until i started messing some shit up so um i'm going to new york for fashion week i'm going to new york at the end of the month for an intern summit um, I don't know if I told you all that, but yeah, I applied for a financial institution's like news and media room internship event, and they're going to be flying me out to New York for a couple days for an internship for the internship summit where I'll be able to network and um, they're just going to give me some mentorship over the news and media industry within their company. They're providing me with like a six week mentor. And whenever I get there, I'm just going to be amongst a bunch of other HBCU professionals. And it just makes me so happy because there was a time where I literally wasn't in school. I'm back in school now. Um, and I just didn't feel like I would be doing things like this. And it's just a complete turnaround 180 from, you know, 2020, 2021, when I just had no idea what I was doing with my life. And to look now how far I've come to achieving all of these things and about to embark on all these new paths, things that like I always wished that I could do, but I don't know, just felt like in a way wasn't going to be my story, is my story. 
And I did that shit. Like, nobody else can say that they did it but me. I did the motherfucking work. And it's just very exciting. It's really, really exciting. Um, my book club is going up every single Sunday. Um, podcast is going up. The girls are networking. I'm going to all these events. Um, like I said, I'm back in school. Um, I'm working on getting an apartment. It's just a lot, 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 lot going on. And um, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to grasp having the ability to balance, to balance all of it and not like half ass anything but I actually saw a video of a guy that was saying like he was in school working two full-time jobs still partied still did all the shebang and still you know did well in school and he was saying the key to being able to multitask like that is knowing when and what to half ass at certain times and just being able to be good at it to you know make it through and I think that's the art that I'm learning right now is to be able to, you know, prioritize. I have trouble multitasking in general. So this is going to be a journey. But I'm excited because there was times where I wished I was busy, like where I wish I had things that I could be passionate about in life and, you know, wake up and really be looking forward to the day. Because there would just be times when I woke up and I wouldn't have anything to do. And it would make me sick to my stomach. And I would feel so bad. I would get so, like, down in a rut and depressed about it. Um, but now it's just completely different. And I couldn't be any more grateful. I used to pray for times like this where it's around like this to shine like this. For real, though. And it's only going to go up from here. Like, this is literally just, like, the sprout of the seedling. There's so much more to come. And it's exciting to think about because if this is the beginning, like, imagine when this shit is, like, a full-fledged flower. Are you fucking kidding me? Also, um, this is day 14. Day 14 of my tolerance break. I feel amazing. I really feel so good. It was never going to be a problem to, to stop, to be honest. And um, I knew that because I was ready to take a break. So I feel like I was just smoking so much and smoke inhalation in general isn't good for you so just having that in mind I feel like I'm a hypochondriac in that way if I know something's not good for me and like I keep doing it I'm gonna eventually get like anxious about it so I wanted to take a break anyway but I like I like smoking but I don't like potentially endangering my body with smoke and also the other reasons I told y'all like I want to be able to be happy without weed um, I don't want to block any opportunities, blah, say, blah, say, blah. But um, I, I really wanted to see how I would feel, you know, throughout the month, day to day. Would I be like fiending to smoke? And there have been times where I wanted to smoke. Like, I've been babysitting, baby. Sure, man. Sure. They be trying it, man. I love them, but they've been trying it. And. I don't really drink, but they made me want to get a motherfucking margarita my tacos, bro. I was debating. And I don't drink like that. I already told you. I don't really care to drink. I will drink. Like, I'm not against drinking per se. I don't think it's the best for you. But um, I wanted to drink. I did. I was like, I need something to take the motherfucking edge off, bitch. Shit. I'm stressed as fuck. I got a headache. If I had a joint, I would probably have smoked. But... I didn't. It took a little bit of willpower. Not gonna lie, it did. Because whenever I get stressed out like that and like, what's it called? Overstimulated with the headaches and like just all the noises. I'm like, babe, let's shut it down. Let's shut it down right now. Um, but I didn't. I worked through it. Did my breathing. Ate my food. Watched a good show. Watched a good episode of Poor Minds and kept it pushing. Whenever I have, like, the urge to smoke or drink or whatever, I kind of just think about the after effects. I'm like, will this be worth it afterwards? And I know it won't because I'm still dehydrated. Um, My head's going to be hurting. It's going to be too much. And I know that. All right, guys, BRB, my girl has to pee-pee.
But overall, over anything, I feel present. I feel present. I was at Ryan News Fashion Show, and I had such a good time. I had such a good time. And people were smoking all around me, and I wanted to smoke um, because the vibes were immaculate. But I had a good time without it. Like, I didn't, you know, somebody offered me to smoke, and I was just like, I'm good, you know, like, I'm good. I felt really good. Like, honestly, I was on a natural high. I literally left and I just felt so happy and like light. Have y'all ever felt that way? I remember during the pandemic, I was doing like yoga every single morning because there was nothing else to do. Like I had a whole set routine and I would just have like this natural high feeling and it would literally feel like I'm a, I had smoked a little bit, but I hadn't. I was just fucking happy and elated. And that's how I felt leaving his show. It was just such a good time. And I was happy that I was able to, you know, make new friends, new compadres, have conversations, be social, take pictures, um, all without being under the influence. And there was a bar there. But like I said, I don't really care to drink, to be honest. If I wasn't on like a tolerance break, I probably would have gotten a drink. Um, but I wasn't pressed to, to be honest, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I have a, I feel like I, I still need to do some exploring with alcohol to figure out like what my vibe is. But as of right now, it's just not my vibe. Um, but I really, really, really was happy to be able to just sit there and take in everybody's looks, everybody's energy, have these conversations and connect truly you know, on a face-to-face level and have genuine conversation, laugh, explore. It was just a good time. And I'm really proud of myself because I feel like there was times where I'd be able to go out and I would have my joint pre-roll and I would smoke at the event and it would just be like I'm in my own little world with my blunt. And I think that it was partly me closing myself off Because I think that when you're just off in a corner and, like, off in your seat smoking, like, you don't look approachable. You don't look friendly. Like, that's not the way to be social, in my opinion, unless you're, like, offering other people to smoke with you. But I'm not offering strangers to smoke my joint. I'm not doing that. Um, So it just makes me look closed off. And I think that it just makes my energy closed off because I get quiet and I... I be low-key a little sleepy, and I be want to get a little snack and snack. And so I got my blunt in one hand, a, a drink in another hand, and my food in my lap. Ain't nobody going to come bother me. So just being present. Um, my mentor told me that whenever I was on my inter- internship, like, no matter where you are, especially if you're trying to do some shit in the entertainment and fashion, fashion industry, um, be present whenever you're at these events. You know, be present. Show up be there for real, be social, you know, be genuine. And I think that if you're under the influence all the time, like you're not showing up how you need to show up in these spaces in order to, you know, connect with the other people in the in the industry. And also, you know, just showing your face is so important. And you also want to protect your your image. I would say not that there's anything wrong with smoking in public, but like if you're always, so let's say somebody sees you at one event in October and you're in the corner smoking and you're just chilling, you know, they might like your outfit and they might see you and like, oh, she looks cool. Next event they see you at, you're doing the same thing. Like they're they're probably going to get the gist and the idea that you don't want to be bothered. So that's just something that I've noticed and something that I wanted to take into account whenever I'm showing up in these like industry spaces because this is something that I truly want to make my career. And I want to make sure that I'm just showing up in the best way possible, not only for an image, but also for myself. I want to show up and be there 100% for every moment. And... um especially just making memories, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm just smoked the fuck out everywhere at all times, I don't think I'm bringing my my whole self to every situation. So 
Talent break is going amazing. I honestly, the time it's been going, guy, it's been going on fast as fuck. Like, it's already the fucking 14th, and it was just the second yesterday. Like, what's really going on? Um, I do have an opportunity for, well, I won't speak on that yet. Okay, anywho. But I will say that my life, at the point where it's at, I feel like I'm going through well, I've been going through a huge transition period. I feel like once again, on my birthday, as I've turned 21, I've started to go through the period where I'm transitioning into, like, more of a mature adult. I'm realizing that things are, like, 100% on me. Like, I've almost wanted to be sad about it. And, you know reminisce on what it was like to be a teenager and like a child not having as much responsibility because it's honestly a very daunting responsibility to be an adult like your life is literally on you there's no other person no other thing that's going to um save you or lift you up if you're not doing the work and I think coming to that realization it's a lot of pressure on my shoulders but it's not anything that I can't bear if anything I'm really excited about it but for a second I was just like damn bitch like I'm really out here and I'm gonna be out here for the rest of my goddamn life like there's no turning back there's no more of that there's no more like it's a whole new era it's a whole new chapter and I feel like it's it's taken a while to sink in. I don't know. Every time I talk to that, so I'm like, damn, like we really grown. We really out here and we still technically are babies. If you're listening to this and you're like twenty twenty one, like we're still technically babies, but we are new little pumpkin seeds of adults. And a lot of the things that we didn't have to worry about before are going to start becoming new worries and new tasks and new responsibilities. Um, it's almost scary to think about, like, the weight of that. Because I know this shit's going to get even heavier, even harder. But it's not no shit I can't handle. I know it's going to be hard, but I'm excited for the responsibility. I be, I'm excited for the reward of it more than anything. But um, it just got me thinking about how far I've come from, you know, being a clouded, not even clouded. I mean, I was just like a teenager, you know, being 18, 19, 20, figuring out who I am and what I want, you know, becoming who I am now. And I'm still becoming, I'm not done growing yet, but just thinking about the growth process it's just insane. Like, I am I read back my journal entries yesterday, dating all the way back to 2020. And I'm like, damn, bitch, like, I really spoke a lot of this shit into existence. Like, I can go back and mark exactly where I decided that I was going to change my life, which is what we're going to talk about today. I think we're growing enough to know when enough is enough. And I can literally go back in my journal and touch the page where I decided where enough was enough and I wanted my life to change. So I'm going to read to y'all a journal entry from September 20th, 2021. The full moon was in Pisces, actually, so we can look up what that means. And I just want to preface it by saying that this was... um when I was leaving from Destin, this was a solo trip and I was in the airport. It was probably like eight o'clock at night in Dallas. I was by myself. There was really not too many people in the airport. I was waiting for my flight because it got delayed and I decided that I was going to journal because this, this trip was about clarity for me and I definitely got it. I'm leaving from Destin today. Right now I'm in Dallas and I'm honestly having anxiety about going back home. Like what am I exactly going back home to? 
I just want change so bad, and I know it doesn't happen overnight, but this should be making my stomach hurt, dog. I feel a little more clarity and reassurance now coming back, but I still feel a little overwhelmed with how to proceed. I feel very slow, and it's so hard for me. I want to be passionate and excited about life so bad, but it feels like I'm just so anxious and scared all the time. Imagine how frustrating. Question to myself, where am I settling for what I no longer want? And I answered, I'm settling for the space that I'm in mentally. I've, I've accepted that I'm inconsistent or incapable. That's not my story anymore. I've dragged this out long enough. I pushed through so many things and won. I've spent the last 10 or so years convincing myself that I'm doomed to failure no matter what or how bad I want something. I'm not okay with sabotaging myself anymore. I forgive myself for falling into this pattern, but I don't resonate. I wish more for myself, and I don't have to earn the luxury of wanting better for myself. I deserve that shit because I deserve that shit. I don't have to compete with anyone else's expectations of me to give myself the respect that I deserve. I'm giving it to myself first. There's no more waiting on anything or anyone else to validate me because it does not matter. I release myself from the shackles of self-doubt and self-deprecation. I'm going to do better at catching myself when I get caught on the carousel of negativity in my head. I have to retrain my mind to align with my spirit. I love myself too much to let myself go out bad like this for any longer. Side note, I'm proud of myself for putting myself on this vacation when I needed it the most. It was an act of self-love beyond what anybody has done for me in a minute. It was thoughtful and I'm appreciative. I needed this. I need to clear my head and just purge. God knows I was in such a low place. I'm climbing out though. I thank myself endlessly for an act of love that I showed myself. I showed up for myself. I didn't wait on anyone to come pick me up and dust me off. I did this. I provided space for myself to just feel. That's what I needed. I'm grateful for the universe and God providing me with everything I needed to make this happen. And that's more motherfucking life. Clink clinks today. That was my journal entry from September of 21 of 2021. And six months later, what is that? November, December, January, February, March, April. Um, let's go look and see where I was at in April. Let me go back in my in my memories. From that point forward, I made the decision in my head. This journal entry is a physical reminder of the the switch in mentality that I had from that point forward. I knew that the life that I was living wasn't the life that was going to be able to sustain me and bring me the peace and happiness and freedom that I know that I want ultimately out of life. And six months later, in April, I was at my internship and working as a social media manager full-time. And I had relaunched my podcast. And ever since, I've been building on those things. Getting from working at Hooters, not being in school, not knowing what I wanted to do. I had um, gotten into Clark Atlanta University for fashion merchandising and design, but I didn't go because... I didn't want to take out the loans. I was scared to take out the loans and not knowing where to go next to being re-enrolled in school, running my podcast full time. I'm still unemployed, actually, but we're working on that. Um, Walking in Fashion Week in September, having a huge business huge company fly me out for an internship it's just a whole 180 of what's going on right now 
the collaborations that I've done, the work that I've done since then, um, it's just a complete turnaround. I'm passionate about life now. I'm I'm thorough and intentional with everything that I do. And it didn't just happen overnight. There was no luck. I I'm not getting flown out to New York by luck. I put in the fucking work to that shit. I'm not going to fashion week because I was just lucky to get picked. No, bitch. I did the motherfucking work. I don't believe in luck. I believe in hustle. I believe in blessings. It wasn't until Vanessa told me when I was about like maybe 16 that she felt like I had the best luck ever that I finally started realizing how things really play out for me. I used to have like, I would probably say I did used to have bad luck. Um, Things just would never turn out right for me. I don't know how to explain it. Like in any scenario where like the worst case scenario would happen, it would happen. And I was just like, what's tea? Like, what did I do? Why do I deserve this? And whenever she told me that, I was like, how the fuck do you think that I have good luck? I feel like it's always something or another. And the way she explained it to me, she was like, honestly, like bad things do happen to you, but they always work out in your favor at the end. And when I really thought about it, she was right. Like everything that's happened to me that was negative and in the end, it always worked out in my favor every single time. I won every single time. And I almost feel like it's just God's favor. I just think I'm just one of his favorites. I truly do. I truly, truly do. I truly, truly do. But there was a point in my adulthood from I was like 18 to 20, halfway through through being 20, where I felt like it wasn't necessarily my luck, but my life story. Like the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are as people, what we're good at, what we aren't good at, who we are, what we're meant to be, our limits, our our strengths, our talents, the things that we've been raised up to believe about our circumstances, our character, our personalities, and just who we are overall as human beings. Um, I was believing the story that I was lazy and that I had no ambition and that I would have to settle for a life that I wasn't too excited about, but I would just have to make it work because that's just how life is and that good things don't last. And it wasn't until I would probably say definitely when I turned 20. The reason why I started this podcast, I realized that I just wanted more out of life. Um, In August, I decided like I started to realize um, and I remember there was just starting to be a lot of like problems and a lot of obstacles. And I think that that's the beginning of anybody's spiritual journey. You start to encounter obstacles and hills that you'll have to battle over in order to get to a higher state of enlightenment over your life and what you want. Because of course, like if you're not happy or um, if you're satisfied and you're content, you have no desire to change. So naturally, there had to be some turbulence or I would have had no desire to um, pick up and reconstruct my life. I felt like I was just adhering to what I felt like I had to. I didn't feel like I was in control of my life. I felt like I was just coasting. I wasn't living life on my terms. I was listening to my parents about everything. I felt like I could I felt like I couldn't even think for myself. I felt like with every decision that I was making, I had 
the voice of my mom or my dad in the background. And it felt like every decision that I was making wasn't my own. And in turn, I just wasn't satisfied. I wasn't. Where I was working, I was only working because of my dad. Not because of him, but, you know, part of the reasoning was justified because the end result would make my dad happy. Um, Just a lot of the things from what I wore to what I did, like everything, everything about my life just boiled back down to what would my parents think. And I just wasn't okay with me. I was like, who am I living for? What am I doing any of this for? And once I started to have those thoughts, it snowballed into me realizing that I wasn't happy and that I wanted more for myself and that I deserved more. And I think that it caused a lot of friction between my parents and I and also within myself because I started to realize that I didn't even know who I was. I didn't even know what I wanted. I didn't know who I wanted to be. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, All I had ever known was my parents' house, all I had ever known was what my parents told me. Um, exploring Houston in itself as a city was just like wild for me because all I had ever known for so long, for like 18 years of my life was Southeast Houston, like Pasadena, League City, Pearland, Clear Lake. That's all I knew. So once I turned 18... Start going to TSU, um, exploring, meeting people from different cities, going to different places within the city, um, you know, going out of the city by myself for the first time, going out of the state by myself for the first time. Um, all those things just started to bring me a greater understanding of the fact that I wasn't tapping into my power as much as I could have been. I started to understand that there was so much more for me out here than I realized. And realizing that upset me because I felt like there was something preventing me from getting there. It felt like I was watching everybody else do great things and I was outside of the box. I was outside the club looking in. And I was like, how do I get there? I don't know how to get there. So it's just a whole buildup of stagnancy to the breaking point of which you just you guys just heard me repeat to you on September 20th of 2021. And that's what led me to take my solo trip. And after I came back, I knew that something had to change. I knew it. So I was intentional about my feelings. And from that point forward, I made the decision that I was going to do better. I didn't know how I was going to do better, but I knew that, you know, prior to 2021 and 2020, I had made a vision board and I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z. And when that time came in 2021, I didn't do any of it. So it's like, okay, what's the problem? Like, Part of the problem has to be me. So I'm going to start with me. I didn't know exactly what the secret formula was to improving my life and getting closer to where I wanted to be as a person and in life. But I knew that there was something that had to be done and had to be done immediately. Um, Again, this was in September. So there was two, September, November, December, there was two more months of the year left. So I knew that I had to get ready and get prepared for um, 2022. I knew that in tw- this year, in 2022, I knew that I wanted this to be a life-changing year for me. I knew that I wanted this year to be a catapult to the woman that I wanted to be, to the dreams that I wanted to chase. And I didn't, I didn't have an exact idea of the dreams that I wanted to chase or the woman that I wanted to be. But I knew the direction that I wanted to go. And that was up. Because for so long, I felt like I wasn't like, I felt like I wasn't moving at all. And that just wasn't okay with me either. So when I was brainstorming about this episode, it kind of just turned into me like 
thinking about everything that I've done to get me to where I am right now. Because like I said, I honestly never would have thought that I would have been able to do the things that I've done so far. But um, I listed everything out as like detailed as I could. I'm going to walk y'all through it. I knew that I had to start with me. My mindset was my biggest enemy. You're always going to be your biggest enemy in life whenever you're trying to reach new heights. Your mind is so powerful that if you don't have a handle on your mindset and your mentality, your thought processes, your beliefs, the things that you think about yourself unconsciously, you're not going to have control over where you go, what you do in life. So I knew that my mental health came first. I knew that my spiritual journey came first. And for the first six months of 22, that was 100% my priority. Um, I stopped doing things that I didn't like to do. Uh, Hooter, working at Hooters was bad for my mental health. Um, I felt like I was just around people who didn't want to do better in life. Um, my mental health was being impacted. My physical health was being impacted. So I needed that to go. So I started looking for new jobs. And I started tweaking my resume. I started... Um, going back to learn new things about social media management because during the pandemic I started doing that but I stopped because I wanted to get like a consistent paycheck or something like that so I picked that back up and I started job searching for like a big girl job I was telling everybody like if you work with me at Hooters you know I was like no it's coming up on six months like I need to go I'm ready to get a big girl job like I'm ready to like start doing real things like I don't want to work here anymore um I stopped following people that didn't make sense. So I would be following Hella Bottle Girls because there was a point um, in the beginning of 2021 where I wanted to be a bottle girl so that I could raise or save $10,000 to move to Atlanta. And well, that was my alleged reason. Really, I just wanted to live the bottle girl lifestyle. So I was following all these bottle girls, all of these clubs, um, all of these like city girl influencers, um, the rappers, girlfriends, nothing wrong with these people. But for me and my mindset at the time, it was unhealthy for me to follow them because I was looking at their lifestyle with no intention and I didn't necessarily want those things. I didn't even necessarily want their life, but I wanted a piece of it, which was the freedom. I wanted the freedom to be able to buy what I wanted, do what I wanted, when I wanted, and where I wanted. That's what I wanted. And I felt like since I'm on social media so much, it only makes sense for me to follow accounts and people who are trying to do the same things as me. So at this point, I'm starting over and I'm rebuilding my mindset. I'm reframing my mentality. So I started to follow a lot of self-development pages, um, a lot of pages that center around um, coping from trauma, um, a lot of spiritual pages, yoga pages, um, I ran into new podcasts. I started following following artists, um, musical and like actual like art artists, like people who paint and do sculptures and just any medium of art. Um, I started following fashion girls. I started following, you know, just a lot of creators, um, lifestyle influencers. Everything that I'm doing now I started following people and watching people who were doing that at the maximum capacity. And I almost started like taking notes, like mentally taking notes of the small things that they would do. 
the habits that they had, the things that they did in the mornings, how long they worked, um, what was their creation schedule like, um, how often do they create if they're creators, what do they eat, how long do they sleep, um, do they get fully dressed in the morning, um, where do they go out for fun, like stuff like that, what do they do with their free time, I was just paying attention, because when you're growing up, you're paying attention to everything that your parents do, or the people around you, whoever raised you, your family, like the people around you in general, in your tribe, in your environment, kids are like sponges, um, up until 21, I feel like you're a sponge, you're always a sponge, you're taking in everything from anything that's in your sight, and, um, I felt like, the people that I was watching and absorbing, I didn't want to live their lives. They're not doing terrible, but it wasn't the life that I wanted for myself. So it didn't make sense to me to keep looking up to and emulating people that I don't want to be like. Does that make sense? So by me looking at these creators, influencers, models, philanthropists, um, therapists, whatever, Um, It was just a way for me to have like a model, like a clear cut model of, you know, how to proceed so that I can start figuring out what exactly my plan was. So at this point, I didn't really have a plan, but I just knew I was starting with my mindset, my habits. Um, I stopped listening to people who didn't want to live the life that I wanted to live. Like I said, I started to try new things, putting myself out there, calculated risk um I wanted to quit Hooters when I got a job but I ended up getting fired first but really I should just quit yeah I really should just quit Uh, did I ever file unemployment did I I don't think I did did I work there for long enough July, August, September, October, November. I don't think I worked there for long enough. That's probably why. Like that might be why. I don't know. I should. I should definitely filed unemployment on that ass. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but anyway, I should have quit before they fired me. But um, definitely putting myself out there with new events. I started my podcast um, shortly after in November, November seventh, twenty twenty one. That's the blow up birthday. Um, and that honestly, I would probably say that's like a big, big, big catalyst of everything that I've done thus far. Like starting my podcast gave me the, it gave me the balls and it gave me the courage and the audacity to do everything else that I've done so far. Because I think a lot of people say that they want to do things and they'll talk about it all day and they'll watch people, other people do it all day, but they won't do it themselves because they're scared of what other people might say or their feet or they feel like it might not work or it might not succeed and I think that for a period of time because like you've heard me say I had been wanting to start a podcast for a little minute but I was procrastinating on it because I didn't really know how to do it and I was scared of you know the process and just like figuring out the equipment and blah blah blah, blah, blah but it turned out to be super easy um, and now it's like a passion. I love to do it. I think that a lot of people get intimidated by the things that they know that they really want because they feel like it's not going to work out for whatever reason. And putting myself out there to take these calculated risks builds, it builds like character. It just builds a lot of character because if you fail, so what? Try something else. And if it does work, then you might've just found a new passion you know what I'm saying? Like it really takes a level of um, just balls and resilience to be able to start this new chapter of your life and start doing new things because you don't know what's going to work. And you might find yourself trying, you know, a couple different things before something hits. I know I have. Not everything worked for me. You know what I'm saying? Not everything worked the first time. That's another thing. Just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean that it's a sign to stop. I had to get myself out of that mindset. I, I used to be like, oh, okay, well, it's not working. Or that that failed or, you know, whatever the case may be. It didn't work the first time. So that's a sign. It's not, to, it's not meant to be. 
No, bitch. I think that sometimes when things don't work the first time, it's the universe trying to test you and see if you really want it enough to make it work. That's sometimes the test. That's sometimes the sign. Do you really want this as bad as you say you do? Make it work. Find a way. Make it happen. I want to see you do it. I dare you. That's the universe to you. I dare you. Try it and see what happens. Learn something new. Learn something new. Um, by trying new things and putting yourself out there, even if you fail, you're going to learn something. Like, you can't just be taking no ill and not taking something from it. That's a loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not a loser just because you lost. You're a loser because you stayed down. You know what I'm saying? Like, stand the fuck up. Stand up. Stop acting like that. I don't like that. It's a mentality that you have to build. You have to build yourself enough in the mind to be strong enough to say, I'm better than any loss. I'm bigger than any loss. There's nothing that can happen that can shake me enough to get me off this path. I know I want better, so I'm going to seek better and I'm going to keep going until I get better. It doesn't matter how many times I have to try something new or try this until it works. Sometimes it takes, you know, more than three times. Shit. Sometimes it takes a while to get the desired outcome. My dad always says, anything that's worthwhile isn't easy. Because if it was easy, then everybody would have it. Everybody would do it. Everybody's not successful and everybody's not going to get the bins because everybody doesn't want to put in the work. You have to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable. I've been so uncomfortable ever since September because I've just been in a completely different mental space of pushing myself to do things that I've really never had to do. Everything that I've done since then is has been on my own, on my own accord. Um, nobody has been pushing me to do any of these things. My parents wanted me back to go back to school two years ago. I came back on my own accord because now I know what I want to do. I'm a television, radio, and film major. Them niggas would have had me um, graduating with a marketing degree that was not going to be used. And what I needed to do was build a relationship with myself so that I could even figure out that that's not what I wanted. So I'm so glad that I listened to myself and listened to my intuition and that was my spiritual practice at work in real time. My spiritual work is all about building a better relationship with myself and with my spirit team, with God, with my ancestors and angels. That's what it's all about, to be able to strengthen my intuition, to be able to move accordingly in this life with alignment to my soul path. And to be able to do that, I touched on everything as far as like my inner child work um healing my wounds from my childhood from being a teenager i'm working on my teenage wounds right now um self-care taking care of myself and prioritizing my mental health my emotional health um my physical health um yoga was a very big 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 pinnacle of me just being able to take care of my body, stretching my body, moving my body, connecting to my body, to my heart space. I learned a little bit about chakras. I'm still learning um, about chakras and energy types, but my main focus was studying myself, my habits and what I needed, what I required in order to have peace. In, in order to be healthy in mind, body, and spirit. And those things will be different for everybody. Um, my tools were journaling, yoga, walks, meditation, stretching, um, you know, talking to myself, reading, music, TV, films. Like, it's just different. God and the universe and my ancestors speak to me in the form of, art in the form of music and in the form of film and um I spent a lot of my time strengthening my relationship with my with my spirit team and I really credit them as well for helping me get to this point because I just I can't do it alone 
I, I prayed a lot. I meditated a lot for clarity and for answers and for guidance. And if it wasn't for the guidance that I received right on time, every time, I would be very lost because I'm not always right either. And one thing about my motherfucking spirit team, they gonna check my ass real quick and real fast. So I'm very thankful for all the growth that I've achieved in that aspect of my life because it's the foundation. I can't do anything else unless I have my spiritual shit intact, unless I have my emotions and my heart space and my my crown, my head intact. I want everything to be connected. I want to be aligned. I want to be on my soul mission. I want to achieve in my highest regard. And I don't want to miss my mark here on this earth. So... All of my inspiration comes from within, and um, that was my priority, mainly. And it will always be my foundation whenever I find myself lost. That's where I'm going to come back to every time, to find that to find that discovery of where I need to be. And it, that just goes back to being intentional. Like, what is your foundation? What is your base? It doesn't have to be spirituality. It doesn't even have to be religion. Like, Whatever you believe in, whatever you live for, make that your foundation and, you know, make it your rock so that you have a why. I encourage everybody to find a why um, through a lot of deep spiritual work. I was able to find my purpose and, you know, find ways to walk in it. I asked God so many times, like, please show me my purpose. Show me what I'm here for. I don't want to miss the mark. What is, you know, what is my strength? What is my gift? And I believe that I have the gift of sense. I believe that I have psychic ability. I believe that my dreams mean things. I believe that the music that I hear means things. I believe this podcast is my gift and is my method of teaching. I believe that I'm here on this earth in order to teach and in order to inform people on this earth that you can do and be anything that you want to be in your lifetime and you're able to achieve the amount of happiness and freedom and whatever else that you want in this life to the maximum capacity as long as you're operating in love and you know genuineness whenever you're radiating in an authentic frequency it's going to reciprocate every single time. And, you know, prioritizing myself came with that because I just know that at the end of the day, if I'm not happy, then nobody's going to be happy. I'm not going to be able to show up to complete my soul mission here on this earth if I'm not here, if I'm not present, like I was saying earlier. If I can't be 100 with myself, if I can't look in the mirror and be happy and sure of who I am and what I want, how can I bring myself to the table to do any work? I believe that everybody has a purpose on this earth and a reason to be on this earth to push forward the agenda of, you know, raising our society's vibration and, you know, getting to hopefully what we can be as one society who operates on love and kindness and empathy um but everybody has to do their part and it starts with you so those habits of journaling getting more organized building my new identity i didn't even know who i was i really didn't i feel like i was holding to, holding on to a version of myself that wasn't even me it was just a projection of you know who I felt like I should be and it doesn't resonate it didn't resonate with me anymore at all I was like who the fuck is this what am I what am I doing this for who am I doing this for I don't think I even like this anymore those are the things that I started to think and um it was just a bunch of me experimenting with things um just getting comfortable as well with showing up as myself authentically a part of me letting go of my old self was me you know hiding certain aspects of myself um 
just being more comfortable showing up 100% and not holding back depending on the environment or the people or, you know, whatever setting. Like showing up as me no matter what was the priority and is the priority. And I'm still working on it to this day because it does get hard um, because we're all under some type of pressure. But, you know, having that ability and having that in mind will serve you in the long run because you're attracting things based on how you show up. You can't attract the job that you want. You can't can't attract the relationship that you want. You can't attract um, the friends that you want. Anything that you want in this life, you can't attract with a facade. You have to show up in this life as you authentically because you want everything that's coming to you to align with your authentic self, not the self that you're putting up in order to fit into a narrative. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be at peace because you have to maintain that facade. You have to maintain it. And it's not possible. It's not with, what's what's the word called? Did I say sustainable? It's not sustainable. Basically, it's not sustainable. It's not a long-term solution. The long-term solution is just to figure out who the fuck you are and start showing up and stop being scared. And I struggle with that myself. But again, building that mindset, that strength, um, to be able to show up as you no matter who or what the case is, knowing that things are always going to work out in your favor, that you're always going to attract your highest good and your highest blessings because you're, because you're showing up authentically, that should be solace enough and that should be peace enough because whatever is for you will come and whatever is not will reject itself. That's how energy works. And um, it's just really exciting to be able to have that mindset because you know that good things are always within your reach. Good things, whatever aligns with you, is always within your threshold because you're operating through authenticity and what's the word? Genuine is genuinity or genuineness? Is that a word? You're operating genuinely, bitch. I encourage everybody to get a vision board. I made um, a vision board in the year of 2020. And like I said, in 2021, when things didn't work out, um, I was like, well, bitch, what the fuck? And it's because I didn't do anything about the vision board. But I encourage everybody to make a vision board, especially if you are a visual learner like myself and you just need to be able to see it, to to like believe it, or to maybe make a direction. Even if you don't even know exactly what you want to do. The way that I did it, when I made my vision board in 2020, I didn't know exactly what I wanted yet. I just had an idea of the material things that I wanted. So I had the cars, I had the stacks of money, um, I had the houses, I had the clothes, I had the rooms, I had the house, the apartment, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I said, well, I said, well, it was all material things. But as I've started my journey of self-development, spiritual development, I've been able to get a grasp on, on what I require internally, the meat of things, um, what I need in order to be happy. And that's not the material shit. I need, again, going back to those values, I need freedom, peace, love, and I need family. Those are the things that I need. And everything else that comes after that is an extension of that. So um, I want to fulfill my creative passions. I want to be I want to be able to teach others, you know, the art of developing yourself. I want, you know, the freedom to be able to travel. I want to experience other cultures. I want to experience other people. I want true, committed, undeniable love. Um, I want a family eventually. I want a committed boyfriend and husband. Like, I want that. Those are the things that are required in order to be happy. And um, the in-betweens, it kind of changes as you go. I'd probably say I'm still a beginner, of course. But um, it just comes to you naturally, I feel like. As you go on this journey of like deciding who you are and what you want, um, the more that you put your feet in the water, the more you're going to be able to swim. It's like getting a driver's license. And the first, you know, you learn how to drive for six months to a year. And then you take your driver's license or you take your, your driver's test. 
you get your license and for the first year you driving, you know, you're not the best driver, you driving, you know, you might have a, a fender bender or three, but shit, you out here driving and that's okay. You know, after a year you start getting comfortable, you start riding on the highways, um, then eventually you're going to take your first road trip out of the city. Um, you start feeling more comfortable as a driver, more comfortable in your abilities. You might start getting a little lax now. You got to bring it back to the basics. You know what I'm saying? Hands on the wheel at all times. Check your check your blind spots. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep your blind spots in view at all times with this thing that we call life because there's always going to be a surprise. There's always going to be a monkey wrench, especially when you're trying to grow as a person. Things aren't always going to be on the incline. And um, it's not that things are always going to go wrong when everything is going right. But whenever you're trying to elevate in life, the universe, God, they're going to bring to your attention the things that need to change and the things that you need to be better at. And they're going to come to your attention in the form of a problem, in the form of an obstacle. Um, And you just need to be aware enough and strong enough to power through those things with intention that you're going to get through it and become better after it. Um, I look at my Pinterest board now and, you know, what it's evolved into through, you know, the goals that I've set throughout 2020 to now, and I'm still adding things to it. And I've just evolved so much. I've evolved so much. Like I want so much more out of life now. It's just, it's the density of my wants and my needs and my desires. Like it's it's much deeper than money. Um, it's just a deep passion to experience life and really just like eat at this human experience. Like I truly want to experience um, life and I want to fulfill whatever I'm here for on this earth in the best way possible. And I want to bring people with me. I don't want to just win by myself. I want to win with other people. There's things that, you know, I would be looking at people on the internet doing, and I would be saying, I wish, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. You know, I would just be acting like it was just so far out of reach, but it's just not. There's so much that we're afforded here on this earth as a human, no matter what your privileged status is. I feel like everybody has the opportunity and everybody has the ability to at least at the bare minimum switch to an abundance mindset to an abundance mindset and start reaching for more in life whatever that more is for you you have you have it you have it starts in your mind and that's why I'm so heavy on it it starts with your mindset it starts with your mentality because if you don't have the right mentality if you don't have the right you know state of mind to be able to power through the things that life might throw at you in the process of becoming then you'll never become you just got to move accordingly. Walk around like that bitch and you'll become that bitch. Stop being scary. Moral of the story, step your fucking cookies up before they crumble. Don't hate on the next bitch because she's doing what you wish that you could do. Because you can do it, but you're just not putting the work in to be able to do it. Don't say no other bitch is lucky. She's very much blessed. Yes. Whenever you have an intention and you put the work behind it to make it happen, blessings will come. And maybe you can call that luck, but it's called hustle and it's called reciprocated energy. If you can't imagine being so committed to yourself, you're definitely, you can't, you can't even begin to be content with the idea of somebody else doing what you couldn't imagine. It's not too late for y'all to change your life. I encourage y'all to use these next four months to get a game plan together, start setting these intentions, and get your mind together for this upcoming year. Like, let's really get it together. Change your mindset now or you'll never be happy. Don't wait until, you know, you ran into a wall. Start now before, you know, before the storm comes. And with that being said, that's all that I have for y'all today. My mic has died, so I'm recording this on my iPhone mic. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and I gave a little bit of game on how to change your mindset, how to change your life. My life isn't all the way together, but I will say I've done pretty damn good in the past um, almost years. Coming up on like 
a year pretty soon in a couple months um I'm excited for where life is going to take me, for the places that I'll go, for the things that I'll see and the things that I'll do. And I'm excited for y'all too. I encourage y'all, I'm telling you, start now. Start getting yourself together now. Get your mind together now for the things that you want to do, for the way that you want to maneuver in life. Because at the end of the day, it's going to fall on you, poo. So with that being said, make sure you turn on your notifications for every single episode every single sunday at 12 p.m follow the podcast instagram at at the blow what why was i struggling so hard to get that out at the blow dot up follow myself on instagram at i m c o u r t t o i'm your host courtney you're listening to the biggest 20 somethings podcast ever and i'm gonna see y'all next time bye